60 WCHB. Heal a broken heart. Let your presence overwhelm. Come restore and make us new. God, we need you to come. And welcome to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes as we have a conversation about faith and how to integrate our faith into all the areas of our lives. On this program, we like to share testimonies and faith journeys, and it's all intended to encourage you if you're already a believer and challenge you a little bit if you're still checking out faith. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing from the Word of God. So that's what we like to do on this show. We pray that God will open up your hearts to receive his good word today. And speaking of good word, we are going to start with a scripture reading. It comes from the New Testament. And I've been stuck in the book of Acts here for the past month or so. And it's really been a wonderful place to be stuck. And uh, I'm going to read, this is Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 21. It goes like this. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In those last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those last days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Again, that's Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 21. We're going to talk a little bit today about visions and dreams. So we're going to circle back to this scripture. But thank you so much for tuning in. Wanted to remind you, we now have all of our podcasts loaded on iTunes. We also have a website. It's everydayfaithradio.com. Please visit it. Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with today's guest. Please stay with us. Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. On Monday, November 11th from 1 to 2 p.m., there will be a Veterans Day ceremony at James Monroe's Highland. The event is free and open to the public. To honor and thank U.S. veterans, all active duty, former and retired United States military personnel will receive free admission to James Monroe's Highland for the day. On Thursday, November 14th from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., Twice as Nice is partnering with the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank to host a food drive and a special shopping event. Bring your non-perishable food donations to the Blue Barrels at either Preston Avenue location. Food donations benefit the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank, while Twice as Nice proceeds continue to benefit community programs for seniors in need. You can learn more about Twice as Nice at twiceasnicestore.org. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to PSA at monotelemedia.com. For more events, visit our website, wchv.com. And then you're out of desperation. No, you're not the only one. 
welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in with us on the program today. We have my good friend, Joan Hutter. Joan was on for just a minute last week as we had kind of a gathering in the studio. We had David Bradshaw from Fredericksburg and the Prayer Furnace and his two good friends, Faith and Gabe, were on the program. We had a great time. We were talking about tent Charlottesville and Tent America. And Joan, if I could circle back, if you could for our listeners, maybe kind of explain what happened in Charlottesville last weekend and kind of what'd you see? Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me back the next week. We, um, it was just an amazing time uh, of uh, leaders and people who just love Jesus who gathered for 50 hours last weekend. Let's see, it was Thursday night all the way through Saturday late night. So all through the night, there were different shifts. There were day shifts and night shifts mm. of people coming together and just lifting a voice. So the, there were two hours sets, One a wor- worship leader. There were 25 worship leaders, and they took turns. So for the first hour, they would just worship. In the second hour, a prayer leader would stand up and lead on some topic. It was an honor to be part of that. Um, we were able to co-host with the Charlottesville House of Prayer and Connect Church. They all love to pray, and they they stepped in, and, and we had two amazing sponsors, um, Handy Mike, Mike Ferrugio, and also um, Shenandoah Joe's, and it was just incredible to see the community come together. Day it's probably and helpful night. to have Shenandoah Joe's as uh, oh, one yeah. of your sponsors. You know, they brought the coffee at night oh. for the night watch. And you know, we've had Mike Ferrugio from Hand- Handyman Mike. Um, oh, we've had him on this program. He's yeah. a strong believer, and um, yeah, sounds like a great event. Yeah, it was amazing to, to the fact that we were right out in front of Albemarle High School. They were having homecoming, and we were just exalting Jesus. It was mm. beautiful. Well, and Dave Ferrar of um, Shenandoah Joe's, I mean, what a nice man he is, and always giving. I mean, when there is an event in Charlottesville, the guy is giving. He's one of those people. He just keeps giving and giving. That's right. He's quite a guy. We can't do it without these people. Mm, So the result of your prayer, did you hear from God? That weekend? Mm -hmm. I believe as we gathered with uh, tents across the nation, there were 419 in the end of the thing. Um, I believe God was so pleased. It was worship rising, and He is so worthy Mm -hmm. of a song rising. And I kept feeling that our city will praise God. Our city will have a song rise. He's worthy. That's the first reason we do it, Mm -hmm. not to get something. But to lift our voice because he's so worthy, and that's what they're doing in heaven, day and night, at, all the time. So we got to be part of that. So we ask God, let your kingdom come here. We'll see what happens. And what do you think we need to pray for? I know there's a lot to pray for. Oh, yeah. But, but is there anything kind of specific that kind of comes to mind for you in terms of what Charlottesville needs uh, in, in terms of our prayer, terms of our community, um, so we can kind of keep this uh, our, our own little kind of prayer furnace going here. What, what do you think? Is it racial reconciliation? Is it just uh, peace among neighbors? Love thy neighbor? Is there any anything thematic that comes to mind? That was aw- That's an awesome question. I'll tell you, when we were in the prayer times, these everyone has something on their heart Mm -hmm. to pray and a lot of it was praying off praying for youth Mm -hmm. we prayed a lot for youth for um 
just uh, depression to be broken, for anxiety to be broken, for the spirit of suicide to go mm. in the name of Jesus. We prayed a lot for youth. We prayed for people who were on streets that no one would uh, usually walk down in our city and where there's a lot of struggle. And I think the the session that had the most impact on my life was um, the Saturday night as we closed. Uh, phenomenal prayers prayed by um, uh, a beautiful woman of God, an African American woman who just just lifted up her heart and lifted her voice for our for unity in our city. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we're still going after racial reconciliation, but in the term of of unity and healing. Mm-hmm. We want our hearts to be healed and broken for each other. We want to look at each other. We want to see each other. We want to not walk past each other and disregard and say, oh, that happened. Let's move on. I think it, it, it's tempting to do that, but but we just seek the face of God and walk together. If we can walk together, I, I have um, beautiful sisters and brothers that I love to pray with and from um, from all the different walks of life. And uh, we will just say, God, we just seek your face together mm. to see what happens. Yeah, it was a beautiful time. What would you say to any of our listeners who maybe they were brought up um, with their religious experience slightly different? Maybe their um, their form of worship was one hour on Sundays. That's awesome. And check in, check out. Wow. But now you're talking about kind of round-the-clock what uh, and and really walking out and living out what the apostle Paul said in terms of pray without ceasing. Wow. Um, how would you describe that form of lifestyle or that form of, uh, to use your punchline of abiding with God and abiding with Christ? How would you describe to somebody who's may, maybe they've never experienced that before? What does that feel like? What does that look like? As opposed to check in, check out, an hour out of the week, done. <laughs> I love that question. In his presence is fullness of joy, mm. and at his right hand are pleasures forever. This is the most joyful experience. When we invite the living God to live in us, uh, we're not just going to church on Sunday morning, but he's coming home with us, right? Mm. And he wants all of us. He wants our whole heart. He, wants, he, he just wants to fill us with his glory and fill us with his joy, fill us with his love, not just to feel love but to walk with it and release it. Mm. So abiding in him is is really walking in his extravagant joy and love and hope and peace. And to uh, experience that more deeply, we can ask him, you know, Lord, come and fill me up with your glory, mm. God. I don't want it to just be a check-in, check-out, for you are with me. You never, ever leave me. Um, I love to have it be a running conversation. Abiding truly is a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you thinking about? Where, what's, what's next? Which for many people <laughs> can be kind of a radical form of Christianity, and I say that in a, in a good way. It's, it's really it's going hard after God mm-hmm. and, and really making him a part of your life and not just a duty. Wow. That's awesome. You've, you've 
You yeah. following what I'm saying there? Yeah. It's, it's a there's a there's a major shift that happens when you when you start walking and talking with God like day by day. It's true. As opposed to the check in and check out. Check yeah. in and check out. It, it might be a way to to kind of to start, but for me, what I found, and I'm wondering if you have a comment on this. Oftentimes, it takes seeing somebody else, like the influence of somebody else, who either either they're living that lifestyle of walking with the Lord, or I've seen this as well. Somebody looks a little different. You know that person that has the glow about them that they have. You you said the word. In just a moment ago and again this is everyday faith radio we have joan hutter on the program today you said in his presence is fullness of joy mm. so once you've been in his presence you're you're a changed you can't you're never the same again and once you're wearing that joy and that joy becomes a part of you people start to notice That's and i true. would say you're actually one of those people joan hutter you're one of those people that you you know, you you are doing that. You are walking out your faith, living out your faith, and the fruit of that 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 is visible for anybody to see is kind of this joy that you walk and carry with. Somewhere embedded in that, Joan, is a question. I'm not I'm not sure what the question was, but you can sort of take it, and it's it's the joy piece, and it's the present. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. That's amazing. I see that in you as well. Mm -hmm. And you're walking it out in the marketplace, in the business world. Well, the thing that's that, – that, and we're heading to the break here, but the, my, my struggle is, is oftentimes that transition where I have a moment. And it might be the traffic moment. It might be the moment when the deal falls through. But when my flesh responds with a, ah, <laughs> and you have that moment. Um, but then as I've grown in my faith, and I am far from perfect, and ask anybody that works with me, they'll say amen to that. But you catch yourself, and you realize that um, that what's the fruit of the Spirit? Love. Peace, patience, joy, charity, chastity, self-control, fruit of the Spirit. And once you start to kind of do a self-diagnosis of, hey, I may not be acting in that, I may not be living it out in that manner. For me, it sort of kind of catches and, and, and pulls me back. And, and I oftentimes, for me, and again, Jen, we're heading to the break here, but it's often... Oftentimes that patience piece, like, come on, Joan, come on, don't you get it, don't you? Well, no, I don't get it. And, and, and sometimes if I'm going too fast, that's where the whole automo automobile of Jeff Gaffney just starts to break down. I have to slow it down. Let's be patience, patient. And out of patience, I find that love kicks in and the joy kicks in and I get back on track. Yeah, that. and it goes back to that abiding. If you mm -hmm. if you stay connected to Jesus, mm -hmm. the the fruit of abiding, the fruit of the tree comes forth. It's just you're clinging to Jesus, and then He's producing the fruit. So the more we kind of lean into Him, mm -hmm. and I would say that uh, it's a matter of just being in love. When you're in love, you lean in, and when you lean in, 
he can um, pour out through you. So it's amazing. Amen. I'm going to take us to the break, but on our way to the break, I have somebody this morning that I was sharing this verse with. I'm not sure how it came up in conversation, but as we head to the break, I'm going to share Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. that says, Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make straight your paths. This is Everyday Faith Radio. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more of our interview with Joan Hutter, and she has a big event coming up, so please stay with us. Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. On Monday, November 11th from 1 to 2 p.m., there will be a Veterans Day ceremony at James Monroe's Highland. The event is free and open to the public. To honor and thank U.S. veterans, all active duty, former and retired United States military personnel will receive free admission to James Monroe's Highland for the day. On Thursday, November 14th from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., Twice as Nice is partnering with the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank to host a food drive and a special shopping event. Bring your non-perishable food donations to the Blue Barrels at either Preston Avenue location. Food donations benefit the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank, while Twice as Nice proceeds continue to benefit community programs for seniors in need. You can learn more about Twice as Nice at twiceasnicestore.org. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to psa at monotillamedia.com. For more events, visit our website, wchv.com. Welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host. With us on the program is Joan Hutter. Joan is a regular on the program. And Joan, I want to take this moment to thank you. You have brought so many amazing people of faith to this show, and we've been able to introduce them to the Central Virginia community and beyond. And so just thank you for your friendship and support of Everyday Faith and thank you for letting people come in and always being so open to us and the things that we're doing in the community. It's funny, Such I a was blessing. Uh, talking with my mother this week, and she helped me celebrate a birthday this week. And so we were having this conversation, and I told her that one of the great dividends of this program, like that I didn't even expect is to sit down and interview people about their faith and talk about scripture, kind of where they are. It, it's, it's been amazing and inspiring to meet people and hear about their faith journey. And, and it's just, I can't even explain it to you what a joy it has been. And so every time I leave the station, I'm like, gosh, that was, that was lots of fun. It was amazing, and it's great being around you. I want to talk about the scripture passage that we touched on at the introduction. It was from Acts chapter 2. And the backstory is Jesus had been crucified, and he uh, was laid in the tomb for three days. We had the resurrection. He came back. He showed himself for 40 days to the disciples, and then he said, uh, I'm going away now when he essentially ascended into heaven, but he was, he was um, tell, notifying the apostles and disciples that he was going to send, or that um, the Father was going to send the Holy Spirit. So in Acts chapter 2, they received the Holy Spirit, 
And everybody that sees what happens thinks that the apostles have been drinking. And Peter stands up and he says, they haven't been drinking. We, you know, basically starts walking through what ha- what had been prophesied by the prophet Joel in the Old Testament. And the part that I want to pick at here is where Joel says as a sign, he, Joel says, the Lord says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. And I believe it says, young men will have visions, old men will dream dreams. So I just want to kind of stop there for just a moment. And I want to ask you about visions and dreams. Let's start with, do you believe that? Absolutely. (laughs) It says it. And don't you dream? Oh, yes. I dream. It's not just daydreams, Mm -hmm. but at night we dream. And and I um I love God. I love how um, versatile He is in the way He wants to communicate with us. Mm-hmm. So in my prayer life, often I will go. I will just visualize. I'm not from me. I'll just wait upon the Lord, and sometimes I'll get a picture. So that's called a vision. And um, I, then I'll 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 just ask Him about it. What do, What does He see? It's all over the Bible. It's in all the Scriptures. There's so many things where someone comes into the presence of the Lord in prayer, and and uh, the Lord says, "Do you see that? You know, do you see this?" And then there's a conversation about it. And often you can get an interpretation, but dreams. I love dreams because you have no, you, there's no question. You just go to sleep at night and you wake up and you, if you had a dream, you're like, Lord, what does that mean? You know, and the conversation begins and you can have all kinds of um, answers to questions. And I always like to think that um, when we're sleeping at night, it's the quiet time of night. We, we're, we're not able to argue. We're just able to, we're just able to receive mm-hmm. so we can um, arise. And it, I love that Joseph is in the scriptures as a dreamer. Mm-hmm. Daniel could interpret dreams. Um, they're they're just they're dreams everywhere and visions everywhere. And and uh, God loves to speak through this place of Him imparting a picture. Paul said, "I open the eyes of my heart mm-hmm. that I could see." And it's talking about understanding revelation, but also just see John, the beloved apostle, the beloved disciple who rested his head on the heart of Jesus. He was so in love with the Lord. Uh, he received the whole vision of revelation and and he could see Jesus as one with who, whose eyes were like flames of fire. He could see the eyes of Jesus like that. And it's just a beautiful uh, thing in our lives. So Yes, we have dreams, we can have vision, and I love what God's spoken to me in many times in, in both. So mm-hmm. I, I love the conversation and the walk with God and dream yes, and vision. Yes, I'm with you. And I, I think I, well, I get both. I think the dreams, and there's oftentimes, my, my wife gets intense dreams um, and messages from God during the sleep. Mine, I think, is more vision during the day and particularly if I'm doing the right thing and filling myself up with scripture and renewing my mind, uh, part of the fruit of that is not always, but oftentimes I'll have some kind of vision. And, you know, for me, I kind of go into a deep stare and I see something that I couldn't see before. And um, it's, it's, often I feel a direct 
download message from God. That's amazing. And more and more in prayer, I experience that. And mm. sometimes I, I just was asking the Lord not too long ago, to, like, teach me to pray. Mm. Well, I've been praying for many years, but I still want to say, teach me to pray. Show me more. Mm. And I remember I was, I was just sitting with the Lord, just saying, here I am. I, I, what are you? Lead me in prayer, Lord. Lead me. And I, I, he, he actually showed me some people. Faces started coming into my mind so I could see them kind of visually. And, and he showed me just pulling them into maybe the throne room or into his presence. Mm. And the, the description of that would be just as it is in Scripture. Uh, so we don't just dream up things. Uh, it, we do line up everything with his word. But I was able to pray for people and see and ask, what do they need? What is what is your heart for this one? Mm. What does my husband need in this moment when I'm praying for him? Yeah. And um, what does my friend, this one person I'm thinking about? And then I would just see her lie down, and I say, Lord, give her rest. So I felt I felt like I I um I can grow in prayer and vision together. Yeah. I want to shift gears because we only have a few more minutes left. This is Everyday Faith Radio. We have Joan Hutter on the program. I want to get to uh, Women Abide, which is an amazing ministry that you've started. Could you tell our listeners about Women Abide and then go directly into the program you have coming up? Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you. Women Abide is um, a ministry that was in God's heart. He gave me vision, speaking of vision, and I've had dreams. Um, but it was in God's heart to raise up women to walk in their fullness, in the fullness of God, in the fullness of their calling and destiny, to wake up and um, kind of step into what God has always wanted, you know, dreamed for them, and to fulfill the, the gifting in their heart, to, to kind of come forward. And we do a lot of, with healing of heart. Uh, we do a lot of um, raising up people in their gifts and walking out as lovers in the city. You know, mm. we, we love to – I love to see God as uh, filling people and just sending them to love people. And a lot of times people come in and they they need hope. They need a new um, – a brand new day. Give mm. me a new beginning. Mm-hmm. And they get it through worship and the Word. Um we have an event coming up uh, November 8th and 9th. Every year we'll, we'll have a fall conference, and this is our awakening conference in the fall. Uh, a couple of hundred ladies will gather, but we're calling women from all the churches, any denomination, any walk of life to come, any city, really. We have women coming from the central Virginia and across this region just to come and encounter God. This is called Love Invasion. Mm. So uh, we have a lady who is from Scotland coming in, and she ministers at the Santa Maria Healing Room. So she loves to pray for healing, but she loves the Word, and she's just going to bring forth the Word, and we're going to worship God all together, all kinds of denominations in unity with our sisters and um, from across the region and love Jesus. So love invasion, he dropped into my heart because <laughs> I, because, uh, I need to be invaded by the love of God. Mm. I need him to invade my life. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in the car, I will talk to him instead of the person beside me in mm. the other car. Mm. You know, I want to have his love so overcome me that I'm courageous and I'm able to – walk where I would 
be afraid to walk, to go where I would need him so close to go. And um, so then the love invasion is not just heaven invading earth or heaven invading my heart. It's God sending us wherever he wants to, whether it's to another nation, another city, or our own city, or our family. He would invade us Mm -hmm. and send us as a love invasion so that we can go in love and we'll have our eyes opened and our hands will be ready and our feet will be ready to go where he sends us. So tell me one more time for our listeners, (laughs) Love Invasion, it's put on. Joan Hutter is the head of Women Abide Ministries. And what's the date on it again? November 8 and 9. And we have several ladies coming in to minister from different cities. Uh, Ashley Bradshaw from the Prayer Furnace. Sherry Moore from the Richmond House of Prayer. And um, this beautiful lady, um, Naomi McKinley. And I'll be ministering as well. But we have a a great team. And thank you so much. Joan Hutter, thank you for being on the show. This is Everyday Faith Radio. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. really means a lot. I hope you have a great Sunday. Thank you again. Have an awesome day. Come restore and make us new. God, we need you to come. It's like having a Fox News app right there in your dashboard. Seaville 1075 and AM 1260 WCHV AM and FM Charlottesville. This is a Fox News alert. The U.S. brings the world's number one terrorist leader to justice. I'm Pam Puso. That from President Trump, who moments ago announced the death of ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. U.S. Special Operations Forces executed a dangerous and daring nighttime raid in northwestern Syria and accomplished their mission in grand style. The president says Baghdadi died after running into a dead-end tunnel. There, he detonated a suicide vest, killing himself and three of his children. Baghdadi was vicious and violent, and he died in a vicious and violent way as a coward running and crying. The president says Baghdadi's body was mutilated by the blast. The tunnel had also caved in. Baghdadi's identity was confirmed through biometric means, I'm told. The confirmation came from a senior American military source. I'm told 50 to 70 American special operators were involved in the raid, including U.S. Army Delta Force and members of the 75th Army Ranger Regiment. That's Fox's Jennifer Griffin, the president confirming the Kurds provided helpful information to the U.S. A tragic end to a homecoming celebration near the campus of Texas A&M University Commerce. Police say a shooter who remains at large opened fire.